well, well, well. Your girl took last week off. Maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't. Um, I was going to blame it on like, oh, it was a holiday because I think last week was Veterans Day. Um, But mostly I just forgot. I didn't forget, but kind of because I procrastinated because I forgot to like do it in advance. So then like Wednesday night came and I'm pretty sure I just had like way too much homework or something and I was just really tired. So I ended up not getting an episode recorded and I I'm pretty sure I also just didn't have anything to talk about which today I'm not gonna lie I also like barely have anything to talk about um so yeah it was a holiday so we took the holiday off but now we're back um I have to give out a few disclaimers just yeah disclosures disclaimers whatever um first if you work with me maybe don't listen to this go ahead and leave right now And if you do choose to continue to listen to this, you are agreeing to a non-disclosure agreement that you are going to keep this to yourself. So again, if you can't commit to a non-disclosure agreement, go ahead and exit out because you're not allowed to listen to this. And again, that's only if you're my coworker and you work with me because your girl has some feelings. Um, Before I get to that point though, Um, I am operating off of two hours of sleep, which never has happened before. I have never stayed up so late to the point where like I I didn't get an at least five hours of sleep. I think five hours has always been like the very least amount that I've ever slept. But today I'm operating on two hours of sleep. That's crazy to me. So um, as you guys know, and if you don't know, I'm telling you right now, I am going to school for mental health counseling. So I'm working on my master's um, in the hopes of getting licensed as a mental health counselor and becoming a therapist. Um, And I'm pretty early on in my program. I think I'm only like four classes in. So I still have... A very long time to go. I, I probably have like two years still, maybe more, because your girl keeps taking breaks between classes. Anyways, point is, I'm going to school for mental health counseling. I want to be a therapist one day. And obviously, I know that within this master's program, to prepare me to becoming a mental health counselor, at some point, I'm going to have to do like mock sessions and like take clients and, you know practice being a therapist um but I think I just wasn't mentally prepared to like start this soon um I am wrapping up my substance abuse class and for this past week's assignment it was my very first like mock session and I I, like I'm a perfectionist I have to do things well I don't like to fail I don't like to mess up I So, like, on one side, I understand that, like, this is my very first mock session ever. So, I can't expect it to be great. I have probably three, four years of practice because even after I graduate, like, I I don't get officially licensed until I accumulate a certain amount of hours. So, I have, like, four years to go before I'm, like, on my own becoming a therapist. Um, So, it's the very first session I'm ever having. And I, I... I, I understand and I expect that it's a po- it's probably not going to be good because 
it's day one, you have four years to learn and grow. But again, at the same time, I'm a perfectionist and I don't like to mess up and I don't wanna fail and I blah, blah, blah. So um, this assignment that I had this past week was my first mock session and there was kind of like a script. My fake client had like, this is your scenario. Like your name is Hector, you're 35, you were just in a car accident, you're finding yourself drinking a lot. But like it gave him a script and so obviously I knew exactly what the client was coming in for, um, which should have made it a little bit easier compared to like them just surprising me with like whatever problem that they might be having. Um, and so, and it was only supposed to be like 15 to 20 minutes. So again, it's like a no pressure type of thing. Like it's not like the, I mean, it hasn't been graded. I just turned it in, but I'm hoping that the instructor's not going to expect like, really great quality from this mock session. Um, but I was just really nervous, of course, terrified, like terrified. And I asked one of my friends to be my client. And after I asked, like, I don't know who I could have asked where I wouldn't have felt like, oh my God, I'm going to laugh. Or like, you're going to laugh. Or like, how are we going to do this? Like, I don't, I don't think we'll be, we'll be able to, because I'm like a really just a weirdo goofy person in general with like all my close friends and family um and so you know obviously i want to ask somebody that i am comfortable with so that i don't like if i do embarrass myself like it's just you know we're good friends or we're family or whatever but then it's like okay am i going to be able to take myself serious like i was just really stressed out i didn't even know who to ask so um i casually just asked my friend and he was like yeah sure like yeah i'll do it um, but then afterwards, like we were both like, what if we laugh? Like, I don't know if we could take ourselves serious. And so I was, so, I mean, as you guys also should know, I also procrastinate and like, I'm struggling with being proactive in school and like not doing my assignments last minute. So it's not a surprise that I was supposed to record and do this assignment on Saturday and then I pushed it off. And so, but I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But I originally asked him and we were supposed to record on Saturday. And then Saturday came and I was like, yo, I didn't even read the assignment. I'm not ready. And so then I was like, we'll try it. Can we try it on Sunday or Monday? And then Sunday came along and like I didn't even message him. Like I, I just... I just didn't do anything. Like I still just wasn't prepared. And then Monday came and so I finally texted him and I'm like, hey, can we do it tonight? And he's like, I need at least like a day's notice. Like I can't tonight, like I have stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> so then we couldn't record it Monday. And so then Tuesday I'm like, all right, I really need to get this done today because I wanted to get it at least because it's like I have to do the session and like get the recording. But then afterwards, I have to do like reflections and like fill out some stuff based on the recording. So I didn't want to do everything on Wednesday, especially because today is Wednesday, by the way, especially because um, it was my like mental health day. I take one mental health day a month. Um, so I'll request a day off just once a month, typically on Wednesdays, just in the middle of the week. So I get a break. Um, but also all my appointments fall on that day. So I had therapy this morning and then my psychiatry appointment and like some other appointments and like, so 
I also knew that I had a busy day full of appointments. So I'm like, when am I going to have time to actually record on Wednesday? Plus make sure that I like fill out whatever forms and like do my reflections and everything. And again, like we were already worried about like, are we going to be able to take ourselves serious? I don't know. I didn't know like how much time I needed to allot to just the recording because what if we had to do a ton of takes? So Tuesday came and I'm like, I really need to get it done Tuesday. Like, please. And he's like, all right, yeah, let's figure it out. But um, he's also uh, my trainer at the gym. So Tuesdays he teaches classes and I work. Like I have my job. So I had to work and I was off at like 4.30, I think. So, but then he starts teaching, I think it's six. So we were really cutting it close and I was like, all right, like let's meet up right at five. I should be getting home exactly like at five and then like we'll try to record and blah, blah, blah. But then like once I, because again, I'm a procrastinator. I didn't really like fully read and understand what I had to do. So then I realized that like he had to fill out some forms and like do like an assessment and again we just weren't sure like how much time we would need to like actually get a good recording so then he's like um let's just do it after class because i still went to boxing and i'm like all right cool like that's fine because again we were cutting it close because he had to work so um plus i ended up having which i'm gonna get to i ended up having a bad day at work and so like i just mentally wasn't in the space of like let me get home and immediately jump into like pretending to be a therapist so it ended up working out because i got home and like my mind was still very preoccupied for the next few hours until i went to boxing and so whatever the day goes on and i go to boxing and then after boxing um it's like all right let's 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 get to work so we grab some dinner and like we get to my house and like go go over the assessment that he has to do go over like just really prepare everything but I am just nervous like I'm just so terrified like I just couldn't do it I kept like we would sit down and I had the camera ready and all I needed to do was hit record and I'm like I can't do it like I just can't do it like I was just so nervous I, I just I was terrified and um so it takes us a long time to like finally knock out the recording because and again we like, I take the late classes of boxing. So it's like, we didn't really get here and like get started until probably like 10 PM, 10 30. Cause then we ate dinner and like I was venting about work. And so we're just, we didn't like, we, we, we got a late start. It's like 11 o'clock by the time like we're trying to knock this out. Um, but again, I was just really nervous and like putting it off and like, we messed up like the recording only like twice. Like it actually wasn't bad. Um, we might've only messed it up. I think we got the actual recording on the second try, but like it just took me a while to get to that point. So I, um, we didn't finish because we had to do like all the prep work as well. We didn't finish the like actual assignment or like video portion, I think until like 1 AM and then and actually like i know that this isn't what i'm like telling you guys about is my recording itself but like i actually feel like i did decent um i'm very self-critical and hard on myself so i didn't do good at all and there's a lot of things that i could have done better and i'm pretty sure like a few like subjects that i was supposed to like cover 
I didn't do, but I didn't do as bad. And like I said, we ended up doing it on the second try. So it it ended up working out. Like I just put it off so much. And but like once I started and once we got going, like it ended up it ended up being okay. Um so yeah. Ended up doing, be, or finishing that, like, super late. Um, but then, like, I think I just had so much anxiety from, like, I got to do this, I got to do this. And, like, it builds up that there's, like, two ways that I react to it, um, depending on what type of anxiety. Like, if I have a full-blown panic attack where I'm, like, crying and, like, like if I have a full panic attack, typically the aftermath of that is exhaustion and, like, I'm sleeping. But if I'm just, like you know, public speaking anxiety and like I have to present and I have to perform. Um, typically that type of anxiety doesn't, it's not like super negative. It's almost like excitement anxiety. Um, so that typically leads to just me getting like more energy afterwards. Cause it's like, I had all this buildup of like, my anxiety is just building up that like, it like overflows at the end so I think that's what happened because then afterwards I was just like wired and I was just like super pumped and um I don't even like remember how the time just flew by but like we're just hanging out at this point just like talking looking looking up trucks like I don't even I don't I don't even know fixing my fire like fire smoke detectors because my smoke detectors are freaking messed up Basically, I don't really remember like what we did, but at the end of the day, the time just kept flying and flying and flying. And like, next thing I know, it's literally 5 a.m. It is 5 a.m. And I'm like, whoa, my alarm. (laughs) I changed my alarm because my alarm was set at 545 to wake me up. But now I'm going to sleep at 5 a.m. So I said, yeah, I'm turning that off. Like I have therapy at eight. So I'll wake up at 7.30. Like I'll just scrub it to therapy. Like I don't need to get up that early. So yeah, I went to bed at 5 a.m. And then I had to be, I woke up at 7.30. And again, I had a full day of appointments. So I went to therapy. I got home. I ate like a quick breakfast. And then I had my psychiatry appointment. After that, I like showered and um then I had a wax appointment and then I went to that and after that I had to go pick up something from the auction that I bought and then after that like I finally get home and it's like I think through 2 o'clock and I like I felt decent obviously I was tired I'm yawning but like I did I felt decent but like I looked in the mirror my eyes are like just red glossy like I'm just so tired oh and then I also like within that had to go pick up my new medication um so like while I was at Walgreens getting my medication I stocked up on two Red Bulls because I still had to finish my homework um but I get home and I'm like I just I need a nap like I took an hour nap um I like said I was a I debated, I'm like, should I take a nap? Because I was afraid that like, I'm so exhausted that if I fall asleep, I'm not gonna wake up. And I still gotta do this homework. So I set like a million alarms and timers and like I, I try to, res- it might, I probably slept over an hour, but I ended up, it was under two for sure. But I ended up taking a nap. And then after my nap, I woke up and went to the gym. And then came home and did my homework. And I just finished that. 
and now I am doing this podcast before I go to sleep and I am very tired and I drank both of my Red Bulls but again I'm pretty sure I'm immune to Red Bulls also I'm realizing that like they're not really strong like I I typically buy the little cans sometimes I'll buy the big cans and like it doesn't really matter to me but like the little can is only 80 milligrams of caffeine so it's, it's really not a lot and yeah so I don't remember why I was telling you about the Red Bulls but I bought two Red Bulls and I drank them and I did my homework and now um, it's 10 o'clock and I am very, very tired, but I wanted to get back on track with the podcast. So here I am. But yeah, that was my very first mock session. Um, I don't think I'll do any more mock sessions in this class, but again, I'm wrapping it up. So I'm pretty sure I only have two weeks left of this class. And then my next class, I believe is counseling skills which I'm pretty sure in that one, like every week is a mock session. Like I have to like a, take on a basically, obviously it's not like real cause I'm not licensed and I'm still learning, but like I have to take on like a real client, which could be like a friend or I, I don't actually, I don't remember. I think you're not supposed to know them, but let's be honest. I'm not going to just find a stranger to do my mock therapy. So I'm probably going to ask a friend, but like at that point I think they'll come to me. Like there's no more scripts. Like they'll It'll be like kind of a little bit more real, but again, like it's still just practice. So my next class in like two weeks, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to start doing like regular mock sessions. So um, it was good practice and like I'm obviously I had to do it, but I'm glad I did it. And I think, like I said, I didn't do as bad as I thought I was going to do, but also I still did terrible. Um, yeah, so that's a little random update on why I only got two hours of sleep and yeah now do i even want to tell you guys about work i do want to tell you guys about work but again i know i have some coworkers that do listen to my podcast so i like have avoided talking about work but i mean at the end of the day it is my podcast and i can talk about whatever i want um i've never disclosed where i work so that's good and, um, damn, I don't know. I'm nervous. I don't get nervous, but I just, I don't know. Um, whatever. I don't care. This is my podcast. Um, I use this as a therapeutic outlet for myself where I can discuss thoughts that are going on in my mind and just how I'm feeling about certain situations in my life. Because at the end of the day, the podcast is called Becoming Miriam and it is a journey on how I am working towards becoming the best version of myself. And I think that all of my feelings are valid and all of my experiences are valid. So all of it contributes towards the overall purpose and goal of becoming the best version of myself. Um, I mean, no disrespect when I discuss my feelings towards other people. These are just my personal opinions and feelings and that's that's my disclosure a disclaimer whatever i don't know why i can never decide like is it a disclosure or a disclaimer it doesn't matter um anyways so work has been pretty stressful there was an entire covid outbreak where literally more than half of our staff tested positive for covid and was out sick more than half of our staff tested positive for COVID and was out sick. 
And here's the issue that I had with it. The week before the COVID outbreak, a ton of the kids that I work with were coming in sick. Fevers, coughing, sneezing, runny nose, very sick. Like a lot of the kids. It wasn't just like, oh, three. It was like a lot. Like we use chat to communicate and like our chat was just blowing up. Hey, can we get the thermometer here? Can we get the thermometer here? Like, oh, this person has this temperature. This one's this. Like, oh, this person did this. Like it was just, it was, it was at like way too much sickness. And I felt like the leadership team or the company, whoever it falls back on, um, there's supposedly a sick policy that I don't feel like was being followed effectively. Um, and I guess if they think that it was being followed effectively, then maybe they should look at revamping that sick policy because there's no reason that we should have allowed so many sick kids to come into the center constantly day after day, just sick because, um, look what happened, an entire COVID outbreak. Um, so I was told by one of my friends, um, directly that she had tested positive for COVID. And I'm pretty sure she told me on Wednesday, um, but she took two tests and I'm pretty sure the first test, cause I, I try to play devil's advocate. I try to like give people the benefit of the doubt. So I'm pretty sure she took two tests. Her first one was like an at-home rapid test or something, and it was positive. Um, And she told me again on Wednesday that she had told our manager about her positive test. And so here I am like, oh, snaps, like you were, you've been at work, like you're positive for COVID. Like that means that we've been exposed. Um, And then Thursday comes and our management team says nothing. Um... And then Friday comes and our management team says nothing. But um, again, playing devil's advocate, her first test was an at-home test. So she had also taken like a, like a, what's it? I don't know, the, the PCR, PCP, I don't remember. The, like she went to the doctor or something and, and got tested as well. So um, I guess that they were waiting for that test because I'm assuming it's just more reliable. Um, but... Again, she tested positive on Wednesday, and then by Friday, at the end of the day, like, we still were never told. Like, I obviously knew, but, like, I'm not going to go put her business out there. Like, I'm, 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 I try to trust in my, my management and in my leadership team. And so Friday evening comes, or Friday afternoon comes, and, like, we still haven't, like, been told anything um, until, like, the end of the day. Like we're all like in the evening, like nighttime, like is when we get a message and it was like, oh, you know, just want to give you guys a heads up. Um, we had somebody test positive for COVID and the message obviously didn't disclose who, um, but it just said like we've informed all the families and we encourage you guys to get tested over the weekend. And, um, so then the weekend come and then he was like more to come, um, because obviously like it's our first time having like a COVID outbreak. Um, so then the weekend like kind of goes, goes by. And then I start to find out that more people are testing positive, like more, more of the employees are testing positive. So now it's no longer just like, Oh, this one person tested positive. It's like, there's like four or five already. So I'm like, Oh shoot, I got to go get tested too. Like, this is kind of serious. Like 
it's looking a lot more serious than like obviously like any positive test is serious but it's it's different if it's like one isolated event one person tested positive now they're going to be out but like once multiple people are testing positive like we're all concerned so i go test on like sunday afternoon and again like my my job i love everybody there like i feel like it's like a little family we all get along really great um so like you know we're all talking to each other and again people are testing positive people are testing positive people are testing positive and we haven't heard anything from our management as far as like are we closing down because it's sunday night like what's going on like do i have to go to work tomorrow or are we going to be closed like what's happening we, we just didn't know we, we had no answers um and then eventually we get an update and we're told that we're gonna still be open um which to me i thought was crazy again i try to play devil's advocate i get it they're a business like at the end of the day they're trying to make money and the way that they can make money is by opening and being there but at the same time there's an entire COVID outbreak going on so like maybe put like you know your patients and your employees health and safety first um you know kind of how you didn't do the week before when you allowed all these sick people to come and that's probably why we're at this point now so we decide they decide they decided to open um i didn't feel comfortable with that and i hadn't gotten my covid results back because i took it sunday afternoon so i messaged them and i said that i tested and i was going to wait for my results before i go back to work and so I don't remember if I got my results on Monday or Tuesday. I'm assuming Tuesday because I didn't go back in on Monday. I didn't go to work on Monday. And then I also didn't go back on Tuesday. So yeah, I think I got my results back on Tuesday. I was negative. Um, I was sick though, um, but I was negative. However, it's now Tuesday and we're, I'm still hearing about even more people are testing positive. And not only that, I still have access to the chats. So like I'm seeing the people that did go to work and the kids that did go to work, the chat was still blowing up with like, oh, this person has a fever of this. And oh, this, this person is, has a fever of this. Like the chat was still blowing up with like fever here, fever here, like the, all these sickness and i'm like hold up so we have a whole covid outbreak going on and you're still like bringing in sick people and not only like just the kids but like even employees like the chat you know we ha had the schedule and then like if you look at the schedule like throughout the day like people were going home because they were sick so i'm like hmm, i don't i don't like that like i'm not really comfortable with this so um again i was i got my results back tuesday so like I didn't go in Monday or Tuesday. And then Wednesday happened to be that mental health day that I was telling you guys about. I take one every month. Um, so I was already off on that Wednesday. And so then Wednesday comes and I'm off so I don't go to work again. And then I'm like, now what? Because I'm negative. I'm still sick, but I'm negative. And I don't know, like, do they, do I need to go back on Thursday even though I don't feel comfortable with it. Because again, those those positive cases just keep increasing and increasing and increasing throughout the week. And I'm constantly seeing like people are still showing up to the center and like they're still sick. And I just, I wasn't okay with it. I just, I, I, I didn't feel comfortable. And so 
I um, I think I told them that I was going to reach. No, no, no. Actually, this is what happened. Um, he ended up, sen- the manager ended up sending out a message. And within that message, it said something along the lines of like, hey, just a few things for you guys to like be aware of. If you are sick, like, please just stay home. I'm at home and I am sick. So I'm, I'm gonna take that as like, all right, cool. I'm not going in. Like, finally, you guys are like being proactive about like, let's not spread germs around. Um, so he, and then he also said COVID can lay dormant for a few days. So we encourage you guys to, you know, get tested. And so I was like, I messaged him and I'm like, Hey, I saw your message. I am still sick. And I, you know, I know that you like said the whole thing about COVID being dormant. So I'm going to go ahead and retest and I'll let you guys know when I get my results. And so then, um, I, I kind of procrastinate getting retested because I'm sick. Like I just, I was tired. I was resting a lot. Like I just. I just, I I don't know, I just procrastinated it. So I don't think I got tested until Friday. Um, Actually, I don't even know when I got tested because I still didn't go back the next Monday. Um, Yeah, I don't know. But long story short, I didn't feel comfortable going back. So I didn't go back because, again, I was also still sick. Even though I was negative, I was still sick. And... So, and he sent out that message that said, yo, if you're still sick, like, just please stay home. Also, get tested for COVID again because it can be dormant. And I took that very literal and I was like, I'm going to stay home. Like, I'm not going back. Um, And so then the weekend comes and then it's time to like, um, like the weekend's over and now it's like Monday's coming around. But because I put off getting my COVID test, I still didn't have my results. So I was like, I'm going to wait for my next COVID results. So I didn't go back on Monday either. And I'm not laughing because like, it, I, I'm laughing just because it was just like an, un, it's like the whole thing was just uncomfortable and like kind of the worst. Um, and so I got like super bad vibes from like, I like again, devil's advocate. I get, I'm sure management is stressed they have a whole COVID outbreak and I don't know if it was their immediate decision to stay open or if like they reached out to like corporate and corporate was like no stay open like I don't know at the end of the day like where it came from but I personally and I'm not a manager of a company for a reason I personally felt like at at some point like you have to realize that the severity is just it's it's too intense for us to remain open like just close just close the center for one week like i get it you're gonna lose money you can't build to insurance but um again why is like patient and employee health and safety not more important than money because what was happening is people went to work and then were sick or were now exposed because they didn't get their results right away and they went to work anyways. Like I, I literally, I know one of my friends went in because she had tested negative, I think her first time. So they asked her to go in and she went in while she was still sick. She got sent home because she was still sick, even though they asked her to come in and they knew she was sick. And then she got retested and turns out she was positive. So now she had gone in and exposed all the people that were technically like the healthy ones. 
exposed them and then turns out she was positive so now they've been exposed and then what do you think ended up happening they ended up getting sick and then some of them ended up testing positive it's like all of this could have been prevented twice at now because um one if you would have implemented the sick policy the week before we wouldn't have gotten to this point but two if y'all just would have closed down for a week um we wouldn't have continued the spread and like just continue to allow it to go on um so again I know that their priority is obviously money, um, but I I personally feel like they should have closed. Um, And then the other thing is there was just like not a lot of communication and it was just, it was just a disaster. Like we, we, again, we didn't even know that someone had tested positive. I knew obviously, but as a center, like we didn't know that someone had tested positive until three days out, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like, okay, Friday night, Two, and, two to three days after like that positive test was first discovered is when they told us after like a whole day of, I don't know just we, we just weren't informed and then again I know like they were probably trying to figure things out but like then we didn't know what was going to happen the next week until Sunday night when they like told us like oh hey um you know we're gonna open tomorrow see you then like so communication just wasn't wasn't good and I just I hated the whole thing I just hated it it was a it was a mess and so um then after the COVID outbreak happens um people start coming back including myself I had to go back (laughs) eventually you know so um I went back that on a Tuesday and it was just madness which of course like is to be expected more than half of our team is still out with COVID. Um, and so we have some people there, but the rest of the people are visiting from other locations and they're just helping out. And so they don't know what's going on because they're not familiar with anything at our location. And so it's just, it's just chaos. Everyone's working with different kids because some of the kids are out and like, it was, it was a really, really stressful week. And again, I like knew to expect that. Like I, I understood that like, we are not in a normal like situation. It's going to be crazy. So, you know, I go back to work and I do my best and I survive. I, I make it to Friday. And then um, Friday comes and the day ends and it has been the most stressful work week ever working at that job. Um, but we did it. And so I'm done. I get home. I'm just drained. I'm exhausted. I'm just, I'm just pooped. And then the schedule comes out for the following week. And the following week, you know, it's been two weeks now officially since like the whole thing started. So the following week, um, I'm pretty sure everyone was back. And so if we're getting all of our staff back, you know, my expectation is that we're going to get back to our normal kids and like our normal schedules, our normal teams. And that's kind of what I expected going into that Friday, I was like, we did it. Next week, we're going back to normal, or at least trying to get back to normal. Um, and so the schedule comes out, and I look at my schedule, and I'm not scheduled with any of my normal kids. And I'm like, whoa, everyone else is scheduled with their normal normal kids. I'm not. Why not? And my manager had gone on vacation, so I couldn't ask her. And then, so it turn, leads into a huge panic attack because I'm like, Am I moving teams? Like, is this temporary? Nobody filled me in. Plus, again, 
I just am on the end of like this really overwhelming week. So I already had just a buildup of emotions and overwhelm. And then when I get the, the schedule, it just like explodes. And so I just full panic attack. Um, and then I... I go back to work the next week and I'm working with all new kids and my manager's still out on vacation so I still can't talk to her and then um, I just have to deal with it. But again, like, and I do, I, I, I obviously work my scheduled shifts and like take my scheduled kids um, but I'm still just like left feeling uneasy, left feeling like I just don't have answers because even like other people were asking me like, oh, I saw your schedule, like you're all with new kids, are you moving teams? And I had no answers for them. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this is temporary. I don't know if it's permanent. Like, I, I don't know. And I feel like the type of leadership that I need, I should know. I don't think, like, I understand last minute changes. Like, oh, someone called out or like, we need, a, we need you to cover this shift. Like, I get stuff like that. But when you put together a schedule a whole week in advance and then you put it out, that's not last minute. Like you could have informed me. Like it would have taken you two minutes to be like, oh, hey, next week we just need you to cover on this other team. Or like, hey, we're, we're going to try you out on moving you to this team. Like it w- literally would have taken you 30 seconds to tell me that. But I didn't get any sort of communication. So um, I worked this whole that week. And then my manager comes back on Wednesday. And so on that Wednesday, I messaged her and I'm like, oh, hey, I just wanted to ask. Like I saw that. Um, this week I'm not with any of my normal kids. Is this temporary or am I going to be moving? Like, I just kind of want to know. And so I asked that on a Wednesday and then my manager responds to me at the end of the day and is like, hi, um, we'll schedule some time and talk about this. Okay. So then Thursday comes and then Thursday goes and at the end of the day on Thursday, she messages me again and she says, I didn't have a chance today. So we'll talk tomorrow. Okay, so then Friday comes and then Friday goes. And at the end of the day, I message her and I'm like, hey, just checking in. Are we going to be able to talk? Because again, now it's Friday. The schedule for the following week is supposed to come out today. And I just kind of want to be prepared mentally. Am I still going to be with like, like, who am I? What am I like? What's going on with me? Like, I just want to know. And so when I message her Friday... Um, I don't get a response until I'm home that evening, like days gone. And then I get a response while I'm at home and she says, sorry, I had a ton of meetings. We'll talk next week and I'll make sure to put it on your schedule. Um, okay. So still no idea what is good, like what to expect for the following week. And I have to just wait and get my schedule. And then when the schedule comes out, I'm back to my normal kid. So I'm like, okay, so I guess it was only temporary. Like, cool. Um, But still, I just, I just, I don't know. And so then the next week comes and like days are going by, which is this week. Um, So Monday comes and like it ended up being like a really good day. Like I felt good mentally. I'm back with my normal kids. I feel like I'm getting back into a routine. Um, All is great. Um, and then a Tuesday comes and like, but I still, again, I still was hoping to talk to my manager because I just wanted that communication. Um, uh, but Monday, again, the day goes by, she doesn't talk to me. And then Tuesday comes, the day goes by and she schedules, she finally schedules to talk to me at the end of the day. And, um, 
then she like message she stops by and she or she messages me and she's like um all right so we're gonna talk at this time which is like my very last half hour of the day before I clock out and go home and she's like and we're gonna include these other two managers and I'm like okay and so now I'm nervous because this meeting went from like me and my manager touching base on like my status with my team to now I have two other managers in the meeting with me and um one part that I left out that I didn't know how to fit into this part but um when I got really overwhelmed and I had that panic attack I started to spiral and I was like you know what I just don't feel like I'm getting the support that I need like because I've told my manager um what I what I what I need like I've told her that I need more communication, more responsiveness, more consistency. Like I have been very direct with her about what I need. Um, Not to mention, um, I'm very open about my mental health. Very open about it. I'm not ashamed of it. I try to be proactive. So I let my manager know about my struggles with anxiety and how certain things, lack of communication, very like crazy changes, all of that triggers my anxiety and makes it worse. Um, and so I've told her, my manager that, but here I am in a panic attack because I wasn't given any sort of communication and there's a ton of changes and like just literally everything I've told her that I, I need help. Like I need from her, I'm not getting. And so while I'm in this panic attack, I'm like, I just feel like I just would benefit from being on a different team. And so on that Monday that when my manager was on vacation I asked to speak to a different manager and I just wanted some guidance I just kind of wanted because I see this other manager I see his leadership style and I see how involved he is with his team I see how well he communicates with his team and I see that as an outsider and I'm like that's that's what I need and so I asked him for some time to talk and he was awesome and he's like yeah let's talk now and so I kind of just told him how I was feeling and which included, I'm not, I, I just don't feel supported in the way that I need. And I kind of asked, I knew kind of, it might've not been realistic, but I asked, what are the possibilities of me being able to move teams? And obviously I know he's kind of powerless. So he's like, I hear you, I get everything you're saying. I'll take it back and talk to the rest of the leadership team and like see what can be done and so now when I'm going into this meeting I'm expecting because the guy that I talked to he was like yeah I talked to them like they're gonna handle it from here like you'll have to follow up with them like they're the supervisors um so I talked to them and no I'm going into this meeting and I'm expecting that they're gonna address my concerns I get into the meeting and it starts off and it's like, we just wanted to all get together and just make sure that we are very transparent with you and clear about the expectations of you working here. And I'm like, okay. And long story short, they turned the entire meeting into like what I'm doing wrong. Um, and not once did they address the concerns that I had and that I took to a manager. And even the the things that like I'm doing wrong that they claim I feel like are not even 
like very valid. Um, and so I will try to briefly explain because I know I'm talking a lot. But first, first thing, um, I get told that I, it's a, it's an expectation that I need to be adaptable because things are not always going to be super consistent and sometimes there's going to be call-outs and sometimes there's going to be last-minute changes and I need to be able to adapt and they need to be able to know that I'm going to be reliable and that I'm going to be able to do my job. Okay, my rebuttal. Have I not been adaptable? That's it. Have I not been adaptable? I've never once been, like I've never denied a session. I take the schedule that I'm given and I do it. All that I have done like outside of that is me being vocal and proactive about like what would help me with my mental health. So this is where my problem comes in. If I was not vocal about my mental health, like if I just never told them like, oh, hey, I struggle with anxiety and depression and these are triggers for me then we wouldn't be having this conversation because outside of me being proactive about my mental health, like I still take my sessions and I do my job. And I have never once been talked to about like, hey, you're not taking your sessions or you're not doing your job. Like the only difference is that I'm telling them like, hey, I would really benefit from some more communication and like a little bit more consistency and structure in my schedule if possible. I understand that it's not always possible. Sometimes there's last minute changes. I get that. That's not like what I'm asking for. I'm asking for like, if you put a schedule together the week before that shows that I'm not working with any of my normal kids, like maybe a heads up, like, oh, hey, this is like, it's one thing if it's like a few random like sessions where I'm covering other kids, but this was an entire new team. Like I didn't work with not one of my kids. I was only with a whole nother team of kids. So that looks like I'm moving teams or I'd be like, that's not a last minute change. You guys did that schedule a week in advance. You could have given me a heads up. Like, so again, I am adaptable. I do as I'm asked. All I'm asking for in addition to that is whenever it's possible, because not everything is a last minute change. I know that sometimes it's possible for you guys to communicate with me. Whenever it is possible, please communicate with me is what I'm asking for. And they were basically just like, they basically told me no. They're like, it's not possible to always be able to communicate. And I kept saying like, I understand that, but when it is possible, I'm asking for more effort from you guys to communicate. And they just continued like, it's not possible to always be able to communicate and you need to be able to be okay with that. Which again, I am okay with it. I take the sessions and I do it. I would just rather, if there's a possibility to collaborate and maybe get a little extra support from my management team, Um, I would rather not have as much anxiety while I do what you're asking me to do. But either way, I'm going to do it. Like, I do it. And so that was their first issue. The second one was my availability because um, they've had to change the schedule twice because I can't stay late or something, blah, blah, blah. Um, Which one example that she she was giving me when she was talking about like, you need to be like adaptable was like you're scheduled from this time to this time. And however we choose to fill your time is up to us. Like as long as we're making sure the center's running and I'm like, okay, makes sense. I'm scheduled from this time to this line, this time. And I'll be here and I'll do what you guys asked me for from that time to that time. Um, well, one of her examples for like how I'm slacking in my availability is because she had to change the schedule because there was one day that I was scheduled from nine to five 
And then randomly throughout that same day, she changed it to 5.30. And I told her, I can't stay past 5. I have school. And so she had to change the schedule. But here's my problem with that. You just told me if your schedule's from this time to this time, you're committed to be here and we'll fill the time however we want. Okay, so then don't go and change it from I'm committed till 5 o'clock, but now you're changing it to 5.30. And by the way, she didn't give me a heads up about that. I just happened to look at the schedule throughout the day and I was like, hold on, that used to say 5 and now it says 5.30. You, she did not touch base with me. She did not say, oh, by the way, like this kid's staying later. Like, can you stay? Or, hey, we really need you to stay an extra 30 minutes. I get that it's only 30 minutes and um, I might have been able to work that out. But at the same time, like you didn't even bother to ask me or to tell me. So I have things to do. I'm leaving at 5. So you'll have yeah she had to change the schedule but i don't feel like that's on me because again your example in the last conversation that we just had was that if i'm committed from a certain time to a certain time like that's what i'm committed to so that's exactly what i did i committed from nine to five not to five thirty. um so that was the second thing that they were telling me that i need to do better at um, and then the third thing was my attendance um and they were just like this one also didn't make sense because they were talking about how like they're seeing like, a trend in like call outs. And I'm like, lady, we had a whole ass COVID outbreak. Literally you called out for a week straight. Like, um, what? Like half of our, half of our entire center called out, but I'm getting to, like, it's a trend for me that I'm calling out. Um, my job offers this like silly little attendance bonus. And, um, the, there's like, I think it's like a $500 bonus for your attendance. And a lot, probably more than half of our center did not qualify for the $500 bonus. But guess who did qualify for the $500 bonus? Me. I qualified for the $500 bonus, which should tell you that my attendance is pretty good because I, I got the bonus. So clearly I had a good attendance. Um, and so I turn around and I talk to my other manager and I'm like, Hey, when you get a chance, I want to look at my attendance because I don't feel like I'm constantly calling out. Plus I've never been talked to about like, Hey, we're noticing that you're calling out quite a bit. So, but now it's like, what, what? So that was her third like example of like how I'm slacking. Um, because like prior to like her breaking these examples down, um, I had asked like, am I not meeting my job description? Like, am I not performing or doing my job like how I'm supposed to? And her response was this. Well, technically, yes, you are, but it's a bumpy road. And that's when I said, can you just, can you be specific? Like, what do you mean it's a bumpy, why is it a bumpy road? Can you tell me? And those were the three things that she gave me. Me being adaptable, my availability, and uh, my attendance. But again, I don't feel like any of those were valid. Um, and then at the end of this, she turns around and she says, um, we really have to wrap the meeting up. You know, we have other meetings or blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. Um, do you have any questions? And I'm like, I guess not. Because again, I went into this meeting expecting that like, they were going to talk to me about, hey, you know, we know you talked to this person and you expressed some concerns like, let's talk about that. Or like, what can we do to better support you? But instead I walked into a meeting where I was just told basically everything that I was doing wrong. And not once did they bother to, they literally, cause again, the only ask that I had from them, I feel like it's not like I'm asking for a lot. 
I'm asking for my manager to be a good manager, to communicate with me and like when possible to like have a little bit of structure and consistency in the schedule, which again, I understand that it's not always possible, but maybe if you communicate with that with me, like I'll be like a little bit easier. It'll be easier on me to take like for the crazy schedule changes if you just fill me in. And so all I asked for was communication and like some routine, like some structure. Um, and they again told me no to the communication, which was just, it's just mind blown to me. Um, and they just told like, they, they didn't not once did they bother to say, how can we better support you? Or like, Hey, we know you talked to this person. Like they didn't even bring that up. They didn't bring it up at all. The fact that I went to another manager and I basically said, I am not getting supported. I want to move teams. No, they didn't meant they didn't bother to mention it. So yeah. And (laughs) so obviously like if you're not picking up on this, I walked into this meeting and I felt really bombarded and really attacked. Um, so I felt really defeated. Like I didn't speak up for myself as much as I probably could have. I didn't really like, I, I was just, I was blindsided, honestly. And so I still didn't even get an answer on like, am I moving teams or like, was that just temporary? Um, I'm assuming based on the schedule, I'm back to my normal team because this week I'm back to my normal kids, but like she, they never clarified that. So it's also very upsetting that like, I asked this question literally last Wednesday and you couldn't give me five minutes to like stop by and be like, or just send me a chat and be like, oh, it was just temporary, but hey, we really, you know, I'm going to set up this meeting so we can talk about some other things. I just straight up like, never got an answer for basically an entire week because I asked a question on Wednesday and Tuesday afternoon, I finally like had this meeting. It shouldn't take an entire week for you to answer a question and then still not even answer it. Especially when I've told you like, again, I directly told my manager, I like it triggers my anxiety when I'm not like communicated with, like I I would really appreciate more responsiveness. So what like (sighs) yeah so very upsetting and yeah I walked out of that meeting and I was just like what like how did this get turned around on me like and I like was telling one of my friends about it and she straight up like worded it perfectly. She's like, it sounds like they're just gaslighting you. Like straight up, they, they didn't take any ownership over anything. They couldn't even like commit to just trying to work with me. It was straight up just like, no, you need to be adaptable. We can't communicate with you. Do like deal with it. And they just turned it around and like bl- basically blamed everything on me and like just pointed out everything I'm doing wrong. So um, yeah, so when I walked out, like, I was just mind blown and like kind of speechless. And I'm like, what? And then I drove home cause I was off after that. I drove home and same thing. Like my mind was just stuck on that. And then I got home and this is like how I said, like I was supposed to like come home and immediately jump into that mock therapy. Thank goodness I didn't. Cause I got home and like, again, my mind was just stuck on that. And then it like finally like hit me and I got overwhelmed and I started crying and like, it was just like a mess. And I'm just like, I can't like believe this. Like, I just, I can't believe it. Um, yeah, it was just, it was ridiculous. It was, it was crazy to me. Like 
literally I'm asking for like just some support. This is the thing. It's like, honestly, I feel like I'm being discriminated against because of my mental health. Because like I said, I do my job. The only difference is that I'm vocal about, I have these mental health struggles and something that would really help me is better communication from my manager. And instead they turn it around and they're like, yeah, well, you're not really adaptable because, you know, we can't communicate that with you. Like you just need to like basically deal with it. And it's like, but I do deal with it. I'm just asking for more support. And like I said, like if I would have never told them about my mental health struggles, then I w- this wouldn't be an issue. Like y'all would probably think I'm like the best employee ever because I like don't vocalize what I'm struggling with or like I don't ask for anything. But because I do vocalize that and because there is me trying to be proactive and asking for more support because of my mental health, now I'm getting in trouble for like everything that I'm doing wrong. So mm, yeah, it feels a little like they, they're, I, I feel like I'm like being, like I'm getting in trouble because I have mental health problems, which feels like discrimination to me. Um, and that's my rant and I'm done. So, uh, thanks for listening again. Uh, don't forget that if you made it this far and you are a coworker of mine, um, you agree to a non-disclosure agreement, so you cannot take this back anywhere. Um, so don't, don't cause I'll never forgive you. Please don't. Like I said, my podcast is a therapeutic outlet for myself. So this is kind of like a diary for me. Um, I get it. I put it out on the internet and like anybody can listen to it. But it really is a place for me to share openly and honestly about what I'm struggling with. And um, I do it for myself. But I also post it on the internet because I've had other people reach out and tell me like, hey, I'm going through something similar or thanks for being so vulnerable. So I'm not putting this podcast out there as like a place to just bash my company. Like I said, I've never disclosed where I work. Um, and I show up to my job and I'm as positive and as happy as I can be. Um, but again, like I have my own struggles and this is just a place where I can share that and I can just be vulnerable and I can just tell you guys how I'm feeling. Um, so I would appreciate it in all like seriousness. Um, if you guys like what you listen to in this podcast, you don't have to take it back to my manager and be like, Oh, Miriam was talking shit on her podcast about you guys. Like, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just venting and I'm just basically writing in my journal and my diary. It just happens to be on a different like layout and format. So, um, if you did make it this far, I do appreciate you. I love you. I think you guys are incredible. Um, it is now almost 11 o'clock and again, I'm working off of uh, two hours of sleep. So I'm tired and I'm ready to go to bed. Um, good night and, um, I love you. Bye.